0: Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This
1: episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is light. L-I-G-H-T. Really? You bet your life! More than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America present Groucho Marks in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. Ladies and gentlemen, on Thursday, November 13th, your DeSoto Plymouth dealer will put on display for the first time what we honestly believe to be the most beautiful car ever built, the distinguished 1953 DeSoto. We'll have more to say about this exciting news in a few minutes. And here he is, the one, the only... Groucho! What a strange name for a human being.
2: Oh, that's me, <laughs> Groucho Marx. <laughs> well, here I am again with $2,500 for one of our couples.
1: We, uh, we asked if there were any young single men present tonight. And... You asked this? Yes, before the show went on. Oh. There. Mr. Richard James... He was the one that was chosen. His partner is a student, Miss Catherine Gerber. And here they are. Folks, come in to meet Groucho Marx. Welcome. There. Welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers.
2: Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you find around the house. Oh, let's see. Miss Catherine Gerber, eh? You're not married?
3: No. No.
2: You're not engaged? No. Going steady? No. You say no too much.
3: <laughs> Has
2: it ever occurred to you that perhaps that's your main trouble?
3: <laughs> How old are you, Katie?
4: 22.
2: 22, huh? Yes. Where are you from?
3: Oceano, California. Um, it's near Pismo Beach. <laughs> yes,
2: sir. Are you, you're not going to shut up like a clam now, are you? <laughs> Richard James, and how did you happen to get two front names and no rear name? Well, my uh, mother's first name, uh, rather, my mother's name was Richard, and my father's name was James.
4: <coughs> I better explain that,
2: rather. Yeah. Her, uh, you ought to do something about it. Huh? <laughs> her, uh, uh, was your father's first name Jesse? <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> Henry?
3: No. Uh, my fa- my uh, father's name, of course, was James, and Eddie my mother's. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, my mother's name was
2: Richard, which is a French name. Is was what? Uh, Richard. Richard. Uh, yes. I thought that was a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out something about you two. Uh, do, do you have a job, uh, Katie? Uh,
3: yes, I go to school at uh, Frank Wiggins Trade Tech Junior College. Could you talk college. just a little
2: bit louder? Mm-hmm. I can hardly hear you.
3: Yes, I go to school.
2: Oh, you just said that.
3: <laughs> at Frank Wiggins Technical trade, junior college.
2: Oh, I see. Well, I wouldn't mind trading at that college myself. <laughs> what kind of a college is that? Is that freshwater it's, college? It's a
3: vocational college.
2: Vocational? Mm-hmm. You mean you you're, you're off all summer?
3: A vocational. Vocational. I'm an
2: off all winter. There's no reason why you should not be off all summer. So what what are you uh, majoring in?
3: Cosmetology. Cosmetology?
2: Uh huh. Well, you're very smart going into that field, and I congratulate you. Now, what is it?
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, well, it's, it, it's the study of cosmetics.
2: Oh, I see. Well, that's pretty simple once you catch on to it, huh?
3: The art and study.
2: Uh huh. What sort of work do you do, uh, Dick? I'm a school teacher. Oh, is that so? Well, it's a small world. Catherine here is a student. Could you teach her anything? Well, I, uh, <laughs> I can <could> try. <laughs> Just, well, what do you teach? Well, I teach uh, science and geography and history and uh, just about everything that a sixth-grade boy or girl would like to know. I know years of, we used to have a joke in a school like we did years ago where the teacher says to the boy, he said, uh, what's the shape of the earth? And the kid says, I don't know. And the teacher is impatient says, well, what's the shape of my cuff buttons? And the kid looks at him and says, square. And the teacher says, no, I don't mean these. Not the ones I wear on weekdays, the cuff buttons I wear on Sunday." He says, oh, round The teacher says, that's right He says, now, what's the shape of the earth? He says, square on weekdays and round on Sunday (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the old jokes never die (laughs) Well, you're a nice, attractive couple And Dick, since you're a teacher, I'd like to remind parents That they ought to go to school and meet the men and women who teach their children They're fine people and they want to meet you So go to those PTA meetings They're very important and very valuable All right, now it's time to play You Bet Your Life for a Chance at the $2,500 question. But first, here's a beautiful gal I'd like to know better with news about the beautiful new 1953
5: DeSoto. Hi, this is Arlene Francis, and I want to make a date with you for Thursday, November 13th. That's the day the beautiful new 1953 DeSoto goes on display for the very first time. I know you'll want to be among the first to see this beautiful new 1953 DeSoto Thursday, November 13th at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers.
2: All right, now let's see how you work together as a team. Here we are. See how high you can build your $20. Out of our list of 20 categories, you selected number 14, which is Gay Paris. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Talk up, kids. Let's bet twenty dollars. Twenty dollars? Is that what you're betting?
3: No, no, no. I no. said. Well, you have. you have to, well, you have to decide
2: the... now and do it fast? Let's, let's compromise. Compromise, 15. if you want to. All 15. right. Fifteen dollars. What is the name of the chief art gallery of Paris? The Louvre. The Louvre is right. You're on your way. You have thirty-five dollars. Remember, you're going for two thousand five hundred dollars tonight. How much of your thirty-five dollars you're going to try now? I think we. Let's bet thirty-five. Thirty-five on the outskirts of Paris. That all right, Catherine? You now you don't have to, su- <laughs> Catherine. You right, don't have
4: to 30? submit to this. You, you know better. you're an equal partner 30? in this thing. All right, thirty
2: then. Thirty dollars. Thirty. A famous river divides Paris. What is the name of it? The Seine. The Seine is right. I went crazy there a couple of years ago. I was insane for about three hours.
4: <laughs> You've now
2: climbed to sixty-five dollars. Now how much are you going to bet this time? 60. $60. The French stock exchange is called what? One answer. Exchequer of Paris? No, it's the Bourse, B-O-U-R-S-E. Bourse. it's very well known. too. should have known it. I
3: didn't know You yeah. All right, now I have $5. $5. How,
2: much How much will you bet?
4: We might
3: word. bet it. Might as no? well bet the other. We'll okay.
2: Better. The most famous cathedral of Paris is one of the oldest and most interesting churches in the world. What is the name of it? Notre Dame. Notre Dame is right.
1: (laughs) You wind up with $10. And Groucho?
2: We don't. Nobody leaves here with $10. I'll give you one more question for 15, which will make your sum total $25. Are you ready? And no coaching, please. Ready? Who is buried in Grant's (laughs) tomb? General Grant is right. and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers.
1: We ask for men with interesting occupations to volunteer from our studio audience tonight, Groucho. And Mr. Hugh S. Arnold was chosen just before we went on the air. And his partner is a housewife, Mrs. Margaret Raby. Folks, come in and meet Groucho Marx, please. Welcome to your Bet Your Life. Say the secret word Martin. and divide $100. It?
2: It's a common word, something you find around the house. Let's see, you Arnold and Margaret Raby, uh, you're you and uh, you're Margaret, huh? That's right. Where are you from, you? Walton, Kentucky. Oh. May I ask how old you are, you? Fifty-two. Fifty-two. Eh, oh, you're a fine-looking boy. Huh? Are, you, you. Are, are you married? Yes. Well, oh, you're a fine-looking boy. Huh? Thank you. Raby is your name, huh? That's fine. Uh, where are you from, uh, Margaret? I'm from
5: Tarentum, Pennsylvania.
2: Tarentum that's an Indian name,
5: huh? Well, uh, that isn't the way I heard it. <laughs> the way... Uh, how did you hear it? Well, uh, Mr. Negley was the first settler. Permanent settler in uh, Tarentum. Nagley? Nagley, that's mm-hmm. right. And he built three homes. And when the second settler came along, he said, Mr. Nagley, if you have just your family here, why did you build three homes? And Mr. Nagley says, to rent them. So, that's the name of the town, Tarentum, Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's near Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.
2: It seems like he went to an awful lot of trouble for one bum joke, didn't he? <laughs>
4: Got a Imagine
2: a man building three homes just to get one crack in about an Indian.
4: <laughs>
2: Peggy, would you describe yourself just for fun? You know, I wonder how many of us could accurately describe the way we look to other people. Go well, ahead, and I'll correct you if you're wrong.
5: I'm five foot seven. Mm-hmm. A little on the heavy side.
2: I don't think so. I think you're reasonably well stacked.
5: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, blonde hair uh, now. <laughs> you know, to cover the gray up a little. Hazel, good. hazel eyes. And I think I have a sense of humor.
2: Nice teeth. You forgot that, huh?
5: Well, they're not all mine. But...
2: Doesn't make any difference. They're nice anyhow. Thank you. You're a fine-looking gal, Peggy. That was a very good description. I don't know who you would describe me, but it was a very good description. <laughs> I saw. What, what sort of work do you do, you... I'm a tobacco auctioneer, Gatto.
4: How're
2: you doing in California? Are you out here on your vacation?
1: No, I came out here, thought possibly I could get on radio and television.
2: Have you had any luck?
1: None, whatever. I guess I'll have to go back to Kentucky and sell tobacco again.
2: Well, you, sh- you should have studied medicine, you. Everybody knows in order to sell tobacco on television, you have to be a doctor. <laughs> How can you tell good tobacco from bad tobacco, you? Well, you tell it by uh, the grades. There's many uh, separate and distinct grades of tobacco. Don't you have to rip them down the middle? You know, they, they make them king-size now. Uh, no. King-size. Isn't that ridiculous? King-size. Have you seen the shape of King Farouk?
4: <laughs> can you imagine
2: a cigarette built like him? Could you give us a short sample a short sample of your chant, uh, you? Yes, I. We'll start one at uh forty two 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 three, forty five, 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 single bed That
4: was
2: very good, you. Sounded just like a recent campaign promise (laughs) Well, I'd like to keep on talking to you two all night But now you're going to play your bet your life Well, half the night Now, before we play your bet your life I want you to pay attention to a lovely lady Who has some news about the distinguished DeSoto The new DeSoto The 1953 DeSoto
3: Hello, this is Wendy Barry And right now I want you to get a pencil and mark down this date November the 13th You got it? Thursday, November the 13th. That's a wonderful day. That's the day the stunning new 1953 DeSoto goes on display at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. I've sneaked in and seen this new DeSoto, and really I think it's the most beautiful car ever built. No matter how you look at this new DeSoto, inside or out, it's perfectly beautiful. Outside it's longer, lower, and lovelier than you ever thought a car could be. And inside, well, it's as lovely as my favorite living room. They won't let me tell you any more about this beautiful new car, but you can see it for yourself. Just be sure and be at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers on Thursday, November the 13th, the day the distinguished new 1953 DeSoto goes on display for the very first time. Oh, I'm going to be on You Bet Your Life television sometime soon, along with this beautiful 1953 DeSoto. So watch for us, won't you? you. <laughs>
2: Now we're ready for the quiz. You beat our other couples. and You'll get a chance at the twenty-five hundred dollar question. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but George is going to remind our listeners.
1: The girl student and the teacher won ten dollars, and the secret word is light. Here we go. Let's
2: see how high I can build you twenty dollars. You selected government sites. Now you decide between you how much you want to bet. Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. All right. How much? Nineteen ninety-seven. Nineteen ninety-seven. Here's your first question. You're going to bet nineteen ninety-seven. What is the name of the New York Island used as the chief United States immigration station? Ellis Island. Ellis Island is correct.
1: <laughs> well, you're off to a good start. You have
2: $39.97. Maybe you're going for $2,500 a night. How much of this $39.97 are you going to try?
4: All
2: of it. $39.95. All right, you ready? No. $39.95, you're betting. Where is the United States Military Academy? Uh, at Annapolis. Annapolis. Our military academy? One answer between you now. Uh, no, it's uh. You
1: West got five Point. seconds. West Point. West Point is West Point is right. You now have seventy nine dollars and ninety two cents. And how much of that are you going to bet on your third question? <laughs> seventy nine ninety
5: two. No, seventy nine
2: ninety. You ready? Seventy nine ninety. All right. Is that all right with you, Margaret? Now, yes, You know, it is. you don't have to do this. You know, I mean, if you want to bet some other amount of money. Oh, no. Your equal partners. Is, all right. That's all right. What is the name of the big naval base in the Hawaiian Islands? Um yes, I'd say Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor oh, is right. right. Oh, thank
1: you, you. you now have $159.82. All right. Oh. Now, how much are you going to bet this
2: time? Not at all. You're going to bet it
1: all? Where is the United States Naval Academy located? In Annapolis. Annapolis is right. <laughs> Thank Thank you. you. And you'll wind up with a grand total of $319.64. Thanks, Thank and good luck from the much. DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. We have a club woman for you now, Groucho. A uh, club m-
2: woman? Right? Yes.
1: This <laughs> is Maud Sheridan, and uh, her partner is a man with an unusual background, Mr. James A. Murphy, and here they are. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, folks, for the DeSoto Plymouth Deal. Let's say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you
2: find around the house. Uh, you, Mrs. Maud Sheridan, uh, you're a club right? woman? That's Club right. woman, huh? Eh? Well, you may need a club before we're through here. Yeah? What is your hometown, now that we've gotten that out of the way? I was raised in Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs, huh? Eh? Well, it's a lovely town. I used to go trout fishing there. I never caught any, but I went trout fishing there. <laughs> How did you meet your husband? I presume you have one.
0: Yes, I do. I met him in Cheyenne, Wyoming. He was a traveling salesman, and I was going out to dinner one night with a... Traveling friend. salesman in yes, Cheyenne? Yes, Well, how did you meet him? Well, I had another traveling salesman friend, and he introduced us. Oh. <laughs> you did quite a business there in Cheyenne.
4: <laughs>
0: did you
2: have some kind of a particular fondness for traveling salesmen? Oh, yes.
0: I had a tea room, and I
2: oh, entertained
0: I him, you see, in my I tea see. room. Gave him tea in the afternoon
2: yes. You know, it never occurred to me That people would sit in the afternoon In Cheyenne, Wyoming Drinking tea <laughs> Mr. James Mifey That's you, huh? Well, it's always nice To meet a Czechoslovakian
4: <laughs>
2: James A. Mifey What does the A stand for? Aloysius
4: <laughs>
2: Mr. Mifey, what shall I call you? Jim or Aloysius? They call me Falkhorn, Groucho Foghorn Mifey? Are you the Foghorn Mifey who goes to all the ball games? Yes, I am. Well, pleased to meet you, foggy old boy. I've heard of you. I've heard of you for the last 20 years, but I never had the pleasure of meeting you. You're quite a celebrity. Where did you get the name Foghorn?
6: When I was a young fellow, I wanted to be a baseball player, but my feet wasn't big enough or my hands wasn't big enough. For power, I got on the horse with a baseball uniform and announced off of it. Mm-hmm. The ball game. You say you weren't big enough? Wasn't big enough. What, for... what about Bobby Shantz? Well, I was big enough, but I didn't have my bigness wasn't in the place where I should have it, in my feet and hands. <laughs>
4: I'll get back to you in a moment, Bobby. <laughs> like a most unusual fellow. <laughs>
0: Now, let's find out something about you, Maud. Uh, You're a club woman. What club do you uh, uh, belong to? I belong to one club, the Southern California branch of the Herb Society of America. The herb, you say? Herb. Just what is an herb? An herb is a plant. You can use the leaves or the roots or the stems for cooking purposes and for fragrance and for medicinal purposes. Sounds
2: fascinating. What are some of the medicinal herbs?
0: Oh, there's... uh, uh, chamomile and rosemary and Melissa. Isn't that the Andrews sisters?
4: <laughs> what are some of the
2: herbs you recommend for certain dishes?
0: I don't mean the kind he was referring to either. Well, every uh, dish that contains tomatoes should have basil. Basil, yes. And then for I your... I saw basil out with a tomato the other night. LAUGHTER with your meat dishes you should have thyme. Time? Nine thirty.
4: Marjoram.
0: Marjoram. Sage. Oh, sage. And then when you make a beef stew for instance, you put in some marjoram and a little thyme and a pinch of rosemary. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, this can be fun at that, you <laughs> know. Well, it can be fun, and everyone should raise in their backyard a little garden of herbs so that they should, could go out and get a pinch here and a pinch there. <laughs> for their food. This is and the kind can... of a contestant I like. <laughs> I don't have to say anything.
2: <laughs> She's hanging herself with each statement. Right? <laughs> Foggo, let's talk to you some <laughs> more. Fog <laughs> horses should be if you ride around a horse, isn't it? Where are you from, Foggy? San Francisco. Born in San
6: Francisco, 62 years ago. Proud. You can go any place in the world, and the only recommendation you need is say I was born in San Francisco. Everybody uh-huh. loves and likes him.
2: Could you sing us a few... uh few lines of that song, San Francisco? San
6: Francisco, here I come. <laughs>
4: oh. That
2: is not right, Foggy. Uh, You're singing California, here I come. Now, San Francisco isn't all there is in California. <laughs> San Francisco, open that golden gate. Don't you remember that song? Yes, I do. da 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 well, that's uh, you want to try it again.
4: <laughs> San
2: Francisco, here I
4: come. <laughs> <laughs> Say, you
2: must have been there during the fire, dude. Do, do you remember the fire at all, Fog? I remember the fire in Oak Creek,
6: Groucho, as if it was yesterday. They burned down all the schoolhouses and destroyed them. I only went to two grades and didn't go back. <laughs>
4: Well, what did you do
2: after you quit school at the age of eight?
6: At the age of 11, I sold newspapers in Barbera Coast in San Francisco. I, was, I sold potatoes and oranges. And I owned a drugstore in Pacific and Kearney. At the My age mom, of 11, you
4: owned a drugstore? Later, later. Later. Later, I
2: owned the drugstore. Did you make any money at this work? I've made a million
6: dollars twice in my life. I found out you don't have to go to school to make money. All you have to do is be nice and kind and sweet to people. The cheapest thing a person can sell in this world is a smile and a kind word about everybody, and it'll pay
2: bigger dividends than anything else. Let's hear. Let's hear a few lines of the San Francisco song again. <laughs> I get lonesome for that every once in a while. <laughs> now, how'd you make your first million, Foggy? Bought 21 banks all over the United States. Was just... this at night or during the day? Eh? <laughs> banks during the Depression, the front banks. Oh, you, you bought these banks, eh? Bought them. Well, that's logical. If you want a million dollars, just buy a few dozen banks, that's all. <laughs> you were sort of an Irish any, in other words. Eh? Very proud to say he was a very dear friend of my, AP Gin and Inny.
6: Turned out to be the biggest banker in the world. Came from that great city of San
4: Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco. Oh, and <laughs> California, here I
2: come. Well, I'd like to continue talking and singing to you two, but the uh, time has come to play You Bet Your Life. The time has come, the Walter said, to play You Bet Your Life. You run, our 20 bu- you run your 20 bucks, and are more than our other couples, and you get a chance at the $2,500 question. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but George is going to remind our listeners.
1: Mrs. Raby and the tobacco auctioneer lead with $319.64.
2: All right, here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected the, the animal kingdom. How much are you going to bet? $18. Here's your first question, $18. What are Manx, Maltese, and Persians? Cats. Cats is right. You have $38. $38 Remember, you're going for $2,500 night. How much of your $38 will you bet on your second 30, question? Five. $35. All right, what are tanagers, titmouses, and thrushes? Nice. One answer between you now. Uh, tanagers, titmouses, and thrushes. Birds. Birds is right. You, you now have $73. Here's your third question. How much will you bet? Seven. Seventy. Seventy. I, don't, I can't pronounce this myself. What are Samoyeds, Samoyedes, sh- uh, Shipikes, and Sealing uh, Hands? Dogs. Dogs is right. Time to $143. And is your last chance to be the other couples? How much are the 143
0: All of it. All, All of, of it? it.
2: Uh, what are kadiacs, Grizzlies, and Pandas?
1: Bears. Bears is correct. <laughs> And you wind up with $286, and that means the tobacco auctioneer and the housewife with $319.64. In just one minute, get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $2,500 question. Thursday, November 13th. That's a day to remember. Why, is it my birthday? No, Groucho, Thursday, November 13th is the day the distinguished 1953 DeSoto goes on display at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Well, that's important, too. You bet it is, Groucho. We think this distinguished 1953 DeSoto is the most beautiful car ever built. It's longer, lower, and wider, with superb lines and styling that are sure to make it the style leader of the year. This 1953 DeSoto is so beautiful, it makes me wish I were a garage. The distinguished 1953 DeSoto. It goes on display November 13th at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Don't miss it. What was that date again, Fenneman? November 13th. Speak up, boy. Don't mumble. November 13th. November 13th, eh? What happens then? That's the day the beautiful new 1953 DeSoto goes on display. You're repeating yourself.
2: Folks, go see this beautiful new DeSoto on November 13th at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. And when you do, tell them Groucho sent you.
1: Here's our winning couple, Groucho, the uh, tobacco auctioneer and the housewife, all ready for the DeSoto Plymouth $2,500 question. For $2,500, I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think
2: carefully and please no help from the audience. Are you ready? The son of David and Bathsheba became a king when he was little more than 12 years old. He reigned for 40 years and became one of the truly great men of history. For $2,500, who was this king? Talk it over. All right, what's the answer you two have decided upon? Your answer, dear. Come on. Time's a-wasting. King Solomon? King Solomon is right. <laughs>
4: That's right. That's
2: right. You win $2,500. Plus, how much in the quiz, George? Let's see, uh, $319.64. That's $2,800 and... It's uh... a lot of money. I have yes, no uh... idea. <laughs> well, at any rate, he went to Stanford, too. 2800 All right, I'll cut your salary. Congratulations Congratulations. from the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. You bet your life.
1: Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this same time for the Groucho Marx Show. When the big question will be worth... $1,000. $1,000. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. Don't forget, folks, on Thursday, November 13th, the distinguished 1953
2: DeSoto will go on display for the very first time at your DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Make a date to see it, and when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you.
1: Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. Drive slow in rain, sleet, or snow. you bet your life. Transcribed from Hollywood is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast.